It's 11 minutes before the hour. You're listening to Raven Radio, KCAW in Sitka. Today is Monday, October 25th, 2021. I'm Brooke Schaefer with Raven News. Sitka reported seven new coronavirus cases on Thursday and one new hospitalization, according to data from the Alaska Department of Health and Social Services, continuing an upward trend in positive cases last week. Sitka's weekly case rate now stands at 27 cases, keeping the city in high alert. There are currently three active cases associated with the Sitka School District, one tied to Blatchley Middle School, and two linked to Sitka High School. All three cases are currently isolating. The new hospitalization is the 24th reported in Sitka since the pandemic began. The board that makes changes to Alaska's commercial, sport, subsistence, and personal use fisheries is preparing for in-person meetings later this year in Cordova and early next year in Ketchikan. Those meetings were postponed from earlier this year because of the pandemic. The Board of Fisheries discussed the upcoming meetings during an online work session this month. Executive Director Glenn Haight asked for the board's help in letting meeting attendees know about mitigation measures that will be in place. Um, I'm expecting that there'll be some people who aren't going to want to um, want to uh, conform to the mitigation measures that we put in place, and we we have to have them do that. Otherwise, you know, we've talked about various enforcement actions and what we would do. You know, it could be that we stop the meeting, but to the extent um, we don't have your support in that, that it's it's I don't know it's going to be very easy to to conduct these meetings. Mitigation measures will depend on alert status at the state and local level. The plan includes requiring registration of people attending in person to help with contact tracing, as well as social distancing where possible. An oversight group made up of department staff and local community representatives will determine what other measures may be required. Face coverings would be optional unless required by local mandate or where social distancing isn't possible. Haight said Cordova would be requiring masks when walking around the building. He also said they'll have the ability to conduct a hybrid of in-person and online meetings on Zoom and broadcast on YouTube. One thing we've, we've talked about a lot is that, um, you know, people always get sick of these things. Uh, it's a good head cold or whatever it is. It's, it's common. We all, we all do get sick at times. And so um, that, you know, that has the potential to really slow down a meeting. Uh, if if you get something that's similar to a COVID symptom, you know, we'll have some we'll have some testing capacity, instructions on that nearby, and so that that may take a take a person away from the meeting for a while. Board Chair Merritt Carlson Van Dort of Anchorage spoke about the competing needs of public access and mitigation measures. We want to try and make sure that we're still providing that public process and that transparency and that opportunity that the Board of Fisheries is so well known for, but we also wanna make sure that we're being respectful of the host community and the host facility. Um, so um, to the extent that we can make sure that the, guide, the, the guidance and the rules are very, very clear that are published in advance for people, um, I, I, I really would like um, to make sure that we're, we're doing that. Most board members were not interested in wearing a mask all day during the meeting, but said they'd comply with masking requirements during breaks. Some said they wouldn't attend if full-time masking was a requirement. Others said they'd have no problem with a face covering. Board member John Wood of Willow offered his help for social distancing requirements. If you have a shortage of space, 
uh, I am totally ambivalent one way or the other. So if there's another board member that doesn't care one way or the other, put me closer than six foot to them and leave that room for those that do have issues with, uh, with wearing a mask and, and go from there. But, you know, if you tell me to show up with a hazmat suit, I'll show up with a hazmat suit. But <laughs> I think it's all ridiculous, but it's just my own opinion. The Alaska Trollers Association asked the board to delay the Southeast meeting until January of 2023 because of the ongoing presence of COVID-19 cases in Alaska. The industry group called an in-person meeting at this time a public health threat. However, the state board is sticking with its schedule. That means a week-long meeting in Cordova on finfish and shellfish proposals for Prince William Sound, along with the Upper Copper and Susitna Rivers. That's November 30th through December 6th. A nearly two-week meeting on Southeast finfish and shellfish proposals is January 4th through the 15th, 2022, at the Ted Ferry Civic Center in Ketchikan. The board did agree to change the schedule a little to allow staff to attend a January 10th meeting of the Pacific Salmon Commission. That will mean salmon and herring proposals will be taken up during the first week. The board will tackle crab, shellfish, and groundfish changes on the second week. The world may have Banksy, but Sitka now has its own anonymous artist who uses the internet, rather than buildings, as a canvas for a satirical take on local news and events. KCAW's Catherine Rose recently discovered the person who runs the Sitka Memes account on Instagram, but the identity of the memester remains a mystery. Walk the streets of Los Angeles, London, or Paris, and you may be fortunate enough to stumble across a Banksy original. The provocative street artist satirizes society, pop culture, and politics with distinctive graffiti, stencils, and 3D installations. He's perhaps one of the most well-known, prolific street artists, and he's remained anonymous for years, adding to his allure. Sitka doesn't have that many streets, but it may now have its Banksy in the virtual space anyway, on Instagram, where one particular combination of art, satire, and imagery takes shape. And it's not just art, it's the language of the internet. I'm talking about memes. And if you don't know what a meme is, here's Michael Mausbach, Sitka's resident web culture critic, to explain. I feel like a meme is generally an image taken from somewhere in popular culture or in art that usually has some kind of caption or series of text to accompany it and kind of places it into a different context. Um, really kind of a form of satire. Mausbach is always in the know about what's happening in Sitka's online scene. A few months ago, they noticed a relatively new account, Sitka Memes, showing up on Instagram. The humor was expertly scaled to small-town Sitka, touching everything from local politics to lost-and-found pets to the agony of buying avocados in southeast Alaska. One meme in particular really resonated with Mausbach. I was scrolling through Instagram and I about broke the like button because on October 10th, they posted a meme. I can only describe it as like a Goosebumps cover, two roller coaster carts cruising by one another. And you've got two groups of people high-fiving in one cart coming back into the start of the ride. You've got a bunch of corpses in the other cart about to embark on the ride. You have a bunch of young, fresh-faced people. Let me interrupt here to say that it's really hard to describe a meme and not suck the humor right out of it, but bear with me. 
the spooky skeletons are labeled young people living in Sitka on Tinder. And they're desperately reaching for the passengers on the other roller coaster, who represent AmeriCorps volunteers, Alaska Fellows, and other young people who move to Sitka in the fall and log on to the popular dating app. That doesn't quite work the same in a small town as it does in bigger cities. The scope of Sitka memes is so broad that Mousebach wonders if the memester isn't a single artist, but a collaborative. You know, I have theorized as to who it might be. There's been several people in my immediate orbit that I'm like, it has to be them. I feel like there's a certain kind of voice there, but it's someone approaching it from a curatorial place who I think clearly has a good sense of humor and read. And I'm wondering if it's a collection of people or an individual. And at this point, I still to be to be determined. Sitka Memes is kind of a brainchild of a friend group. There's a group of us, and, and we're all buddies. I'm really just the thumb that um, decides what goes up when. This is Alex Tretuff. She runs the Sitka Memes account. She agreed to this interview as long as she can use a pseudonym, and I've also altered her voice to protect her anonymity. And we all love Sitka, and, you know, good jest of the crazy headlines, the things that make news, the things that go on in town. And it started with us just texting in our group chat memes back and forth. And eventually I was like, someone else might enjoy this too. You know, let's let's make an account. Let's do it. Back in March of 2021, she posted the first Sitka meme. It's a picture of the infamous Tiger King, Joe Exotic, saying he'll never recover financially from building Sitka's Blue Lake Dam. It's pop culture meets local politics, and what makes the memes even more special is you won't get that joke if you're not a Sitkin. In college, I actually took a folklore class, and we had a, a textbook that was full of memes, which I thought was funny at first um, and then we kind of explored like the reason that memes resonate with people so much is because it's a format that you recognize but it's a situation that's tailored to you it just you know makes you feel like a part of something and, and like you really get the joke some of the memes have gotten pretty niche if you're not paying attention to the local paper or sitka's virtual town hall the facebook group sitka chatters the content can be harder to interpret. Sitka isn't the only Alaska community to spawn its own meme page in the last year. Alex Tretuff says she drew inspiration for Sitka memes from even smaller, more niche meme pages in Yakutat and Cordova. But that's all she'll divulge about her background. Sitka memes works because it's a mystery. Anywhere you go in Sitka, there could be a memester in your midst. I think it's kind of fun for the community. Um, it could be anybody, you know, anything you do, your neighbors, your friends, your co-workers. I will say I do have co-workers that follow my account, which is crazy. There's a group of people who just agree that Sitka's funny and quirky, and we've, we've got a really unique crowd and, and things that happen here that wouldn't happen anywhere else. Reporting in Sitka, I'm Katherine Rose. I'm Brooke Schaefer, and this has been Raven News.